Hey, everybody, and welcome to another session of Concert Conversations brought to you by the Waterbury Palace and our great sponsor, Ion Bank. I love to talk to people in the local area that have something to do with the palace or that tour through Connecticut and around Connecticut. And uh, today I'm very excited about my guest. I've listened to their music and I was really, really impressed with it. The, ba- the band is called Mandala. And the person I have on the phone is their vocalist, Morgan Fascinelli. Hey, Morgan, how are you? Hi there, Tom. How you doing? I'm doing just great. I'm so glad to have you on the show. Um, I love your music. Uh, you guys uh, have quite a, an interesting and intriguing sound. And your voice, um, boy, it is it is really a, a very great sounding voice. Um, and the band seems to fit together so well. Um, so let, let's talk about, because you're just one member of the band, let's, let's introduce the whole band so they don't kill you when they hear this later on. You know how that is. <laughs> um, give us an idea about, uh, the band and the members. Sure. So, uh, I sing and then we've got two guitarists, Michael and Abe, and Abe also does some vocals as well. We've got one bass, uh, Matt, and then we've got one drum, and what's um, a drummer's name is? And our drummer goes by the name of Sean. Okay. You know what? Um, I, I was really sure. impressed by the musicianship. Um, as you probably know, a lot of bands, when they do this stuff, sometimes there's a guy in the band that just tries to overshadow and and that kind of thing. And uh, my sense was everybody knew their part in this band. Everyone in the band is really, really focused on the music as a whole. And I think that because we started so young as a group, we've been in Mandala now since 2014. Um, At least Abe and I, we are the two that started the group back in high school when we were only uh, 15 and we're coming up on 24 and 25 now. Oh, you're so So, old. (laughs) Well, (laughs) I think a lot of the, power struggles or what you're saying is this the one guy in the band a lot of that did happen but it happened when we were so young that we were able to figure it out rather than just cut ties or fight as I would think now these days we probably would (laughs) yeah I I, you know I I, I've toured and tour with with um, musicians and uh, you know a lot of times I think to myself, this is like the world's worst marriage, you know, sometimes. Uh, I, I can totally understand that. <laughs> and, you know, and, and uh, I was telling somebody else, I was doing an interview myself, and somebody asked me about it. And I said, you know, you got to think about this. There's a lot of pressure around bands. And every day when you're writing and you're rehearsing, you're, you're basically telling every somebody that their baby is ugly. You know, you're basically saying, don't do that. <laughs> do this. That did not sound right. Uh, why are you doing? You know, it's that kind of thing. So uh, talk about your process. You guys uh, are obviously doing uh, a lot of originals. Yeah, so we um, right now are in the we just basically finished recording a 15 track album 
that we've kind of been writing over the past year, year and a half now. Um, but typically in the past, what we have always done is either Abe or I will just sit down and it's very organic. We'll be like, we have this guitar pattern or I have these chords or I've got this melody, but I don't know what to do. And a lot of the times they start really basic and acoustic and they grow as a full band. When we are like, yo, got this song, we just kind of figured out little pieces or there are days when we meet together for practice and things just happen like that full electric. But um, these days it's a before the pandemic, especially I was living in New York. So we did anything we could. We were calling, we were zooming, we were sending voice memos, Google mm-hmm. drives, yeah. whatever we could. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There are a lot of, there are a lot of albums out there that have been written in the last year and a half, I would say. I think it forced everyone to look inside a little bit more. And luckily for us, like I moved from New York back to Connecticut last June, like right when the pandemic was starting to hit like really hard. And we were like, okay, this might last a little while. And I hadn't seen them for two months or three months already. So I moved back to Connecticut. Um, I actually moved across the street from Abe and then now we live together um, and we finished this album. (laughs) That's great. I um I wanted to tell everybody about a couple of things so they could check them out. Uh, I I yeah. uh, went on. I I always do. You know my my uh, my history. So I went back and I looked at the band. And um, you did this really cool. Uh, I'm I'm assuming self produced uh, video uh, called Bowery and Bleaker. Yes. I thought it was great. Uh, I'm just going to, I'm not going to ruin it for everybody, but the beginning of it is the fact that you're kidnapped. Yes. And, it's, <laughs> and that was kind of, that song originally, I wrote it on ukulele one day in New York. It was a funny story. Abe had like surprised me. I wasn't responding. I was like really just heavy in school and work. And Abe came up to New York and surprised me. And I was like, oh, I've been working on this song. And we finished it. And then a year later, we were like, you know what? Let's try and do a little low budget film. Let's just see where the day takes us. Let's all go to New York. And I made it very clear that the locations that we shot in were locations that were close to my heart. I grew up in them over the past four or five years. Mandala grew very much so after we started playing in New York and other states, obviously. And we just went from there, but it was all about me being stuck in New York, you know, playing ukulele and the guys kidnapping me. For <laughs> so, day. so I'm assuming this is the Bowery and Bleecker Street or is that? Am I yes, wrong? it was. Okay. okay. Now you, have you played, um, I'm just thinking, is it Bowery Electric right there? Yeah, we yeah, have yeah. played right there. Yeah. yeah, I have, I have as, as well. Yeah. New York is a, uh, New York is an interesting place to play. Uh, not an interesting place to get paid, but an, <laughs> an, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> an interesting. I don't know how it's going to be now, but uh, I always I, I remember one time packing the place and and then the guy actually I'd never seen this before, but the guy was counting out the money. And by the time he handed me the money, I think I got like forty dollars. <laughs> it was all kinds of hidden things, and I thought, you know, this may be my last time <laughs> in New York. Okay, so um, there was another um, uh, 
video that I was really impressed with because live is always difficult. And you were at a studio live at, uh, um, the, it was at Pharaoh's, right? Live at Pharaoh Studios, the most recent one we put out. Yeah. Yeah, that was really, really good. Um, Thank you. Yeah. You know, it, uh, again, I, 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 uh, I, I'm much older than you are, obviously. <laughs> and, um, you know, I, I look at seasoned musicians and uh, a lot of times I listen to young people and I thought, well, maybe in 20 years, you know, they might come to something. But when I listen to you guys, I actually thought, well, these, they either have old souls or they just practiced a lot because the band really <laughs> sounds like the, uh, the four of you belong together. It's, it's a little bit of both, I'll tell you that, because we luckily all have very different but similar souls at the same time. Matt and Sean... Uh, bass and drums have been playing together as friends since they were in the eighth grade. So for 15 years now or whatever, they were in jazz band together. They were in marching band. They were in blues. They were in everything you could possibly imagine. And they used to play in reggae bands. So they have a lot of different music styles than I do. And Abe also has different music styles. But when we come together, we create this mandala music and we work really hard to make sure it's really tight we practice like four or five days a week <laughs> yeah it, it really does show it it does show and you know most many bands out there uh, are pickup bands or weekend wannabes that kind of thing and <clears throat> i suppose there's nothing uh, wrong with that but if you're really looking for quality music i, I would say your band is a place to look i um i did Thank listen you. to your music um and I can't read my own handwriting, but there's one <laughs> one song. What was it called? Heavy, heavy, heavy sleeper. Yes, thank you. <laughs> yeah, um, that had a really nice vibe to it. Kind of a meditative uh, feel to it. I was really uh, taken in by it, and by the time I blinked, it was over. I mean, it was a, a, <laughs> a really nice song. David Brown. I don't understand how that fits the title of the song but it's a very like very tasteful guitar work in the in the beginning and then all of a sudden there's a surprise with a tempo change which i really really um liked i love to be surprised musically uh how is that what is that song about actually david brown yeah well originally abe um was just writing the chords and he had he both abe and um another guitarist of ours his name is chris who used to be in the band lives in la now still works with us he they're both film heads so there was a jaws poster on the wall and then you just see like producer david brown and on the poster and we were just started singing the song freestyling mostly abe and chris were writing the words and then abe was like david brown that's the name of the song <laughs> that's great Okay, because I, 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 I'm a little hard of hearing, so when I, I listen to it, I thought, well, I'm, I'm definitely missing uh, a key part of the lyric. Um, I also listened to uh, She Don't Mind, which I, I really thought was a, a, re a really good groove. Uh, that's a, I, there are some great songs on this. I, I didn't hear anything that I thought, ah, that was a throwaway tune. You know, it was, it was all really, really good. So... Your band has been together how long? 
seven years now, I think. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's okay. That's, that's like, I've been married for 45 and people always say, oh, that's amazing. And I say, yeah, there aren't, <laughs> there aren't many like us and there aren't many bands that have been together uh, that long. So, so congratulations. What, uh, what does your tour uh, schedule look like these days? Why don't you give us an idea? Because I know you're playing some shows around here. Sure, yeah. So we are actually playing in two days on the 26th at the Space Ballroom. As of 30 minutes ago, there were only 10 tickets left, so it might be sold out already. Um, we are playing July 8th in Williamsburg, New York. We are playing July 9th in our good old hometown of Waterbury, Connecticut. Mm. Um, and then July 10th, I believe we are playing a show in New Jersey. Wow. Okay. And uh, how does the how does the summer shape out for you? Is it is it the same as it has been for everybody where, you know, things really were slow and now they're just starting to pick up? Things, yeah, things were really, really slow for a little while. We probably I am May 1st, I believe it was, um, but it was it was still very low key outdoor masks were on. Um, and then we all got vaccinated as soon as possible just because it makes everyone else feel more comfortable and we want right. to have shows again. Right. So we were like, listen, we're vaxxed. Everyone in the house is vaxxed. We started doing little like 50 person cap shows in our backyard and then from there now venues are starting to open this will be the only the second or third show i believe at the space ballroom so i think full venues are are just starting to open yeah but we like to diy it sometimes and get away with it <laughs> i i want to uh take a short break and uh, sure. uh listen to our great sponsor ion bank and then um i want to talk to you a little bit about waterbury and uh, as a matter of fact i'm actually playing a show at the palace um this evening uh, myself. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's like a one-man band kind of thing. I've got my backing tracks and all that good stuff. We're going to be right back, and then we will chat about that. So hang right on. Business owners know you have to take control of your cash flow to grow your business. Ion Bank has a full range of cash management tools to help you save time, work more efficiently, and prevent fraud. It's never been quicker or easier to take control of your cash flow so your business can take off. Learn more about Ion Bank's cash management tools at ionbank.com, member FDIC. I am Tom the Suit Forced, and you are listening to Concert Conversations. And today I have a very special guest, Morgan Fascinelli from the band Mandala. Really great, great band. Um, I suggest everybody get out there and take a listen and uh, hit the space uh, when they when they play there and anywhere else that they play. So, so Morgan, uh, what's your connection with uh, Waterbury and the Palace? So I grew up in Waterbury my whole life. Mm -hmm. I lived around Fulton Park, and then I moved up to Town Plot to go to Kennedy um, when I was in high school and. My whole family's from Waterbury, and Abe is also from Waterbury. We met at Kennedy, and then from there, our first round of members were all at Kennedy with us when we were in high school, and then time goes on. People realize 
they're just, they don't want to, you know, be a full-time musician. They want to do school. They want to pursue other things. And me and Abe were very serious about it. So we, when he went to Central and I was doing my senior year of high school, we were just a two-piece little solo act for a little while while we were trying to find other members. And then we found two other members, um, well, three other members, Chris and two other boys. And then from there, we met Matt and Sean. And Sean actually wasn't our drummer. Sean said, please, please, please let me audition for this band. I swear I'm in love with your music. He said he heard Clockwise and he was hooked. And he kind of weaseled his way in the band, but it was the best thing that ever happened to us. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> I, I, don't, I, I don't remember anybody ever coming to me and trying to weasel, but that, <laughs> that's a great, uh, a great story, actually. So um, you are back in town. Have you just decided that New York was not the place to be at this point and that Connecticut is just an easier place to jump off from? Yes and no. I lost my job and wasn't doing anything in New York but paying too much rent. So last summer when the guys were like, hey, if we can't come to you and you can't come to us, like, can we figure out some type of middle ground? And I was like, listen, I'll stay in Connecticut until we finish this album. But at the same time, I don't want to stay in Connecticut. Like, we, we've still never toured the West Coast. We've never really gone farther than the Northeast. So we kind of want to regroup here, yes. And then we're trying to figure out where the rest of the year is going to take us. Yeah, it's it's a nice state, but it's not the state. Um, that's for sure. Um, it might, it, you know, things have changed in the last years. And who knows after COVID, but... Uh, I think there's a lot of great music in Connecticut. I've met some of the most inspiring musicians in this state alone. Yeah. But it's, we just don't know if it's all that we can do. You know, we want to do more. Yes. I, I think, and you have to, even, even in today's uh, social media world, you still, it's still a person to person world and you still have to get out there and see people and be there. And, you know, um, a lot of musicians who are coming up say, well, you know, I'm, I'm trying to reach the people above me. And I, and I've said to them, that's a good thing, but I'll tell you, there are a lot of opportunities available with just the musicians that, you know, somebody calls you up and said, Hey, you know, I want to do a studio. I need a guitar player for a studio or a singer, or, Hey, I know this agent. You just never know. So it's good to, it's good to make those rounds, that's for sure. So um, I just want to kind of finish up with the idea about the band going forward. And and that's what I've been talking to all the folks that I've been interviewing. Um, give me an idea where you guys see yourself in the next, uh, I'm, I'm going to say a year to two years. Sure. So we have a brand new single called Blank Spaces dropping tomorrow at midnight perfect um and it is actually one of the first songs we ever wrote as a band we put it out to give people a little headspace of where we were and then the new album hopefully will be out by the end of summer and that will be 15 brand new tracks that no one's ever heard before um 
we are very DIY. We have no management. We have no label. We pay for everything from the shows we play Mm -hmm. and we try to do it ourselves. We have our friend, uh, Jake Curley, who's a great videographer here in Connecticut. He does all of our stuff and we try to keep it in the circle. So after we drop the album, this is the first, um, studio album actually that we will be dropping. We did cash for smiles ourselves in our living room. So I think the quality of everything in general, plus the maturity that we all have come to learn and grow over the past year will really show. We plan to move to the West Coast within the next year and tour that side of the country for the following year. And we will see where the album takes us. Great. Yeah. (laughs) Are you going to put out a physical album or will it just be digital? Oh, we are going to do both physical and digital. Great. And how do people get a hold of your music? So you can follow us everywhere at Mandala CT. And if you would like to find us on Spotify or Apple Music or Deezer or Amazon or anything, you can search any song. You can search Mandala CT. That will usually come up. I will tell you right now to search Heavy Sleeper by Mandala on any streaming platform. Our website is mandalact.com. That's great. I, I, I heartily suggest to everyone who's listening that this is a really good band. And people that know me know I hate everything. So <laughs> <laughs> um, really good band. Mandala is just, when I listened to it, I didn't expect what I heard. Uh and that's because I go in everything with kind of a jaundice eye. But I, I listened to it and I thought, you know what? First of all, your voice is so evocative. Uh, I really like it. It's pure. It doesn't have any affectations on it like some voices. Um, uh, the voice is just as important as the, mu- as the musical instruments, which I love. Um, I love the I, I just even love the mixes that you guys have gotten uh, that I that I've been able to hear. So really, congratulations on that. And, you know, after you drop that album, maybe later on this year, we'd be glad to have you back and chat about it. And you can tell us from the West Coast of uh, what's what's been happening with you. Yeah, I would I would love to. I really appreciate you saying that, because in the past, as lovely as a band that we think we are, our biggest struggle is being able to present our live energy um, through our recorded medium, through our streaming songs, through songs that you can just listen to because our live experience is just so much more elevated than even our recorded music is. So I really appreciate this. Thank you. Yeah. Well, that one live thing that I did listen to uh, was really great. I mean, you must know as I do, somebody's always like, you know, video, vidding you off their phone. Right. And then you go home and you think, ah, the concert was great. We did great. And all of a sudden you, you see it posted and, and you think, (laughs) where's the bass? You know, or, or, or why is that? It, the sound's always so... Like, know. oh, you actually couldn't hear the vocals. Exactly. Yeah. I was going to just say that, too. That I'm not, am I on? You know, and you got to remind <laughs> yourself, you know, it's, it's a darn phone. Well, thank you so much. Um, I hope to uh, meet you one of these days, and I definitely uh, wish your uh, teammates uh, the best, all the best. Yes, thank you so much, Tom. Good luck on your show tonight. Oh, thanks so much. And everybody, uh, 
Stay tuned for concert conversations uh, with Ion Bank and, of course, the Palace in Waterbury. Uh, we have a lot of great guests coming up, and uh, we'll be doing that through the, through the year. So thank you so much, Morgan, and uh, I'll be listening for you. See ya.